Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working. An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. And happy party Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Chuck Bonniewell, Julie Hayden Show, Truth Straight Up. Um, Chuck is at the newspaper office, so he will be joining us momentarily. He said he was about um, the newspaper, the Glendale Trade Creek Chronicle goes out next week. So he was putting the final touches on some things. So he will be joining us momentarily, we hope. Um, if not, Thomas is going to call him. So that should work out. Meanwhile, though, I want to tell you our sponsors, happytrees.co, um, Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Chinese Medicine and Acupuncture, and also Denver Senogenics and Dr. Julie McCallum. Okay, what a party Friday. I don't know. Uh, but well, let me just say this in the meantime, too. So we'll take calls 888. Um, what is our phone number? 888-627-6008. 888-627-6008. As always, feel free to comment on the chat thing and we'll read as many of those as we can. And if you are joining us on Zoom and you want to go ahead and unmute yourself or turn your camera on, feel free to do that as well. Because just sort of open comment, open topic today. Um, I don't know, though, if you've had as much fun as I have had. This past week, I mean, what a very horrible, what was the Lemony Snickers thing? Very bad, terrible, horrible day, week that Joe Biden and the Democrats have been having. I mean, we were, the, I was talking to the Democrat friend today and they're like, oh yeah, well, what about that Santos guy? I'm like, what about that Santos guy? You want to talk, let's talk about all the lies that, you know, Biden has told about being in Delaware. I mean, riding trained, all this kind of stuff. What about Elizabeth Warren being an Indian? I mean, come on, give me a break. If they got rid of congressional people who who didn't always tell the truth about their background. There might not be that many people there. And none of it detracts from this growing scandal. Um, and we could talk about theories on why we think this is coming out now and how it's coming out. But it is interesting to me. Um, number one, it's just kind of fun to watch them squirm. But number two, I, I mean, there are so many questions. Um, I am beginning to feel more strongly that that somebody wants Joe Biden out of there. I mean, personally, I think that somebody is the Obama conspiracy or the Obama cabal. They don't want him running again. Um, and they're going to be able to hang this special counsel investigation over him, just like they do Trump, right? Now, the difference being Trump doesn't really care. Um, and and he's used to this. But but Joe Biden, you know, they could be like, Joe, want us to do that investigation thing again. Um, and Jacob says he agrees with that. But that's just sort of, t- I mean, there are so many committee investigations going on. You got to love the Freedom Caucus. You know, who, anyone who to this day tries to say that, oh, that was a clown show and it was chaos and the Republicans are embarrassed by it. They're just they're lying, too. Right. Um, Because it, that has proven to be so powerful. I think it was powerful in that they stood firm to their principles and it worked. I think also, though, by standing firm to the principles, it allowed people like Kevin McCarthy and a lot of other people to say, hey, look, those Freedom Caucus people, they have the support of a lot of Americans. So you better pay attention. We have now, let's see, we've got um, the um, House Oversight Committee and Comer are investigating the document situation and the China connection. We've got Jim Jordan is saying they're looking into the document situation on the House Judiciary and what the heck was going on with the Department of Justice. Why did 
they conceal it. We've got the weaponization committee. They are also now saying that they're releasing some 14,000 hours of the security video from January 6th so we can see what actually happened. And meanwhile, then you do have the special, co- I mean, the, you need a flow chart to see what's going on. But we got a bunch of sound today that I want to get to. Let's play Jim Jordan talking about what they want to do on the House Judiciary Committee, you know, regarding all of these documents that keep turning up in Joe Biden's house, office, garage, etc. So, Thomas, if we could please pay the Jordan soundbite. I think a ton of questions, you know, like the basic one, where's the raid? Where's the pictures? Where's the special counsel? What's a batch? What's that mean? We know it's more than one. So is this is this two documents? Is this 2000 documents? What's the location? Why was it lawyers doing the moving from the first location? I mean, normally when we move something, you get your relatives together, you buy pizza and you get a truck and you move things. But oh no, they had lawyers in there packing boxes and looking at things. So I think there are tons of questions. And maybe the most important is, why did they wait to tell us? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, and, and, and frankly, what's happened since November 2nd until January 10th, January 11th, when we learned this information? So I think there's just tons of questions we have that, that you know, the, the, the press was all over this when it was President Trump. So again, I think the double standard is obvious. And then the tons of questions, I think every American. That's right. Has. And let me, I'll read some of the, um, the comments here, um, from Dr. Donna. Oh, Biden is making too many mistakes. Yes. Um, and then Charlene, the magnificent 20. Too bad Ken Buck and Lamborn didn't join. Exactly. But thank goodness for Lauren Boebert there. Um, here's some other questions I have. Okay. Cause I'm suspicious. I, I'm wondering, and, and I don't know which is worse. I'm wondering if the Biden administration is just flat out lying about having informed the Department of Justice back in November before the election. And the Department of Justice is just keeping quiet about that lie. Or they did tell them and the Department of Justice concealed. But but if they did tell them, then here are my questions. Why are Biden lawyers looking for the documents and not FBI agents, right? Did they let Trump go through and look for all of his documents? No, they sent a freaking FBI raid team in to look for the documents. They went through Melania Trump's, you know, dresser drawers for Pete's sakes, right? Um, so what on earth is going on? So, cause that's just take a look at this. So the department of the, the FBI lawyers say, Oh, we found all this stuff at the UPenn thing. Sorry. It was top secret classified. I guess we, we shouldn't have that. Um, and the, the DOJ says, okay, well, no big deal. Why don't you guys just kind of in your spare time look and see if you find any other documents? They're like, okay. And then a couple of days ago, they're like, oh, we found this one other batch in the garage next to the Corvette. Oh, God, we found another batch. I mean, so number one, why are they letting the lawyer search, right? That'd be like saying, um, I don't know, you commit a crime and they're like, why don't you go ahead and you just see if you find any other stolen items in your house and you call us, you and your lawyers call us and let us know. I mean, do you believe for a second that if Biden lawyers are not are going through this, that they're not getting rid of anything they absolutely can? Why is the Department of Justice letting the Biden lawyers look for stuff? Why are the FBI agents not looking for stuff? But you know what? This is not the first time the Department of Justice has treated the Democrats th- that way. Remember way back when, when um, the DNC was hacked? Right. And the FBI launched an investigation that investigations into that. And then it came out during testimony. Did the FBI actually even ever look at the DNC computer servers? No, they let CrowdStrike, which was hired by the DNC. So a DNC operative was allowed to investigate the server and they determined that it was hacked. The FBI acknowledged, Comey not acknowledged. They didn't even actually really read the report. They just read the conclusion. So there is some precedent 
for the Department of Justice when they discover possible criminal activity on the part of Democrats, letting the Democrats and their lawyers handle all of it. But I mean, that's my biggest number one question. Why are, I mean, what they should be doing is saying, okay, Biden's, everybody go away, right? We're investigating a potential crime. We need to see what documents are there. Um, and so we'll do the looking, not you guys. I mean, how ridiculous is it to say, okay, you just call us if you find more, almost as ridiculous as I'm admitting it. So I'm not sure about that. The other question I have um, is um, what is in the documents? At this point in the Trump documents, we had leaks all over the place about there are nuclear secrets, all kinds of stuff, right? We haven't heard very much about what was in these documents at all. Um, and, and again, I go back to what did they really tell the Department of Justice um, and why? And secondly, we know that the UPenn office where they found this first batch back in November opened in 2018. Well, Oh, okay. Biden left. I mean, that was more than a year after he left. So where were the documents then in the meantime? And why didn't they turn them over then in the meantime? Um, you know, what oh, changed really? Well, we've got Chuck now. Chuck, let me, Yay. we're talking about the document, but let me read some comments real quick. Um, Sandra says she was listening to Dr. June Depp on Kim Monson's show. Um, and he, he said, this is what I agree with too, that this is Obama doing it to Biden. Um, then Kamala yeah. Harris would become president. Michelle would be her vice president, opening the door for Michelle to run for president. I can see that, but I just, I think Michelle Obama is just having too fun being fabulous, right? I don't, I don't know. What do you think of that? I, I don't think they want to have. Harris be president for a while. I mean, she'd like it too much, and and then she'd fight it out with Michelle Obama. Yeah, and give people time to get ammunition against Michelle Obama, and I just think they want want uh, Biden to to recognize that you know he didn't do any of it, uh, and they can throw him out as quick as they put him in. Right. Say, you know, I'm awfully old. Right. Right. Well, that's what, yeah, Jacob is saying that Harris will be fired before Biden. Although, did you hear Kamala Harris gave a wonderful description of the Caribbean, the Caribbean and some conference? It's like the Caribbean, it's a bunch of islands in the Caribbean, Chuck, and it's in the yeah. Western Hemisphere and we're in the Western uh-huh. Hemisphere, too. So there you go. That's right. That's all true. That's all <laughs> that true. is all true. Yeah, <laughs> you can't knock her <laughs> Oh, then Sandra says, okay, go good. Thank you, Chuck and Julia. Make me feel better about the MO. And this is from Dr. Donna. Apparently, Ken Buck made a speech telling everyone how dangerous all of this is. You know, where's he been? Oh, I know. He got lost in Colorado in the gold standard talking points. And that's probably true. Yeah, Ken Buck, oh, where he, were you when it mattered, right? Um, I want to play he, though. He's come out and said this. What, what is dangerous? Um, oh, all of this document or- things. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to say this. We don't know what's in them. I, and I, I hate to say that I agree with Geraldo Rivera, but I do a little bit in that and, until we hear what's in them. I don't have too much trouble believe. I actually have no trouble believing that people packing up and leaving White Houses just pack stuff in boxes and it gets stuck in a garage someplace and there is no malfeasance intended. Now, I don't know that that's a case, but I wouldn't, just like with Trump's, right? I wouldn't have that much of an issue, but it's just, they made such a big deal about Trump that they're forced to do this now. Plus you got the whole Biden money connection, don't you think? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, somebody said there's not an official who spent any time in office that doesn't have classified information somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. That's one of those right. universal charges you can make about anybody. And right. of course, What's in them? I mean, you know, we have a letter from Kim Eljong 
to to President uh, Trump saying, you know, we don't want to uh, uh, do any bombings. Let's not have a nuclear war. And then it's all of a sudden we got the nuclear secret. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I don't know about that, but it is, but it is kind of fun. I mean, I think today Biden was there and people were shouting questions at him again. I will say this, the media is not being its usual lapdog self on this one that, you know, I think, I'm not sure why. They are, well, being, we'll, their, they are being the usual lapdog self because who is their lapdogs to? They're not lapdog well, to Biden, they're right. lapdog to the deep state. And that, the deep state point. has given them the instructions to that's a very good point. and take take him down a few pegs so he cries uncle that's a good point they, that's a very good point they haven't suddenly gotten oh my gosh there's corruption no. in washington and, no that's and no ethics expose it good point there's no ethics involved but it is kind of fun so they aren't letting biden talk anymore but i know most of you guys have probably heard the corvette standard soundbite but it is just so <laughs> fun it being party friday i thought we'd play it so thomas if we could please play this is peter ducey from fox um asking Joe Biden a question which his staff has been instructed to tackle him from now on, should that happen again. If we could please play the Biden soundbite. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a lock garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, in a yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified materials seriously. Now, you know, what's so funny about that. You could see he has the card he's supposed to read, but somehow or another in his adult brain, the whole Corvette thing kind of stuck with him. He starts to read it, Chuck, and then he goes, wait a minute, I want to talk about the Corvette. That's my Corvette, by God. And so <laughs> um, that's kind of here's some other comments. Um Oh, they're talking about Jim Jackson says Kamala Harris is a five-year-old speechwriter um, and her speechwriter is still learning about run-on sentences. Then from Charlene as to why this is going on, maybe a distraction from uh, Ukraine losing Bakhmut and Soledad to Russia. Where did the hundred billion go? And then she said Biden would have a Corvette, LOL. Um, the one question, though, Chuck, that I think is really the big question that we all have is what's in the documents. And I think it's interesting that we're not hearing very much about that. And I think whether the document, well, yes, and here's why we care. Here's why we care, because I think it is raising a lot of questions. Well, let me put it this way. The one thing it's done is it's turned some scrutiny on this whole University of Pennsylvania UPenn think tank, somewhat 60, some 70 million dollars from the Chinese funneled into that. What are these people doing involving current People who are, you know, in the Biden administration, it's like it's kind of like the Clinton Foundation, only they just the Biden people just sort of like skipped actually even doing anything. They're just like, you know, we aren't going to pretend to do anything. Just give us money, basically. I mean, and I think it's people. I mean, that's been around, obviously, for since 2018. And I don't think enough people, no one really has taken a look at it. But that's one of the things I think that Comer and the House Oversight Committee are going to do now. So I think that's good. Uh, well, uh, you know, it, it, it obviously did nothing other than than uh, lobby the government to, to stop investigating. Uh, right. Uh, Chinese involvement in spying in academics. Right. Right. Well, right. but here's one of the things, too. So it is good. They're going to do this. We have I'm, another I'm thing. Up on, um, I'm up on uh, my name's up there if you want to bring me up. 
Okay. Hey, Thomas, if you can check this miraculous technology that you did that. All right. He's in. There you go. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> and I'll try to get off, off of my. Yeah, you're uh, still connecting the phone. Okay. Well, we'll give you a second to do that because there is a good John Ratcliffe. John Radcliffe, the former director of national intelligence, um, was talking last night about this whole UPenn connection and what are some of the questions there. Um, if we could please play the UPenn soundbite. With regard to the Penn Biden Center, what we're finding out from from um, from documents is that um, that deal to pay Joe Biden eight hundred thousand dollars by the Penn Biden Center uh, was negotiated, at least in part, uh, by Hunter Biden and was contemplated to include an office uh, involving Hunter Biden. But beyond that, um, the discussion by Joe Biden himself was that the staff that he was bringing into that deal included current Secretary of State Anthony Blinken current White House counselor, Steve Reschetti. So this has gone from an issue just involving Joe Biden to an actual conflict of interest involving the entire Biden White House at this point in time. So it's really beyond debate whether or not a special counsel is necessary to look uh, into this. It's it's absolutely required under the law at this point. Uh, hey, Chuck, are you there? Is your audio hooked in? Uh, I'm not sure my audio is hooked in. Oh, can we can you hear, hear you. Me? Yeah, we can hear you. Why can you hear me? Phone? Yeah, we can hear you. Wonders of technology. So let me ask you this. Do you think, or does, any, what, does anybody out there think that the special counsel is going to look into the China-Ukraine involvement? I don't think so. I think that, oh, I mean. I, no, no. No, that, that's only when they want to do a kill shot on Joe. Right. Will they, will they go there? They want to leave that one alone. Well, I think there are too many other people involved, right? You got to, I mean, you, you got to look at everything there. So I think, I, you know, Radcliffe is right th that needs to be looked into, but I don't think that, you know, and, and as you pointed out, special counsels can end up doing whatever they want, but I don't well, see that. You know, Ken Starr was assigned to look at a minor, a minor landscape deal, land, right. land sale deal in Arkansas involving just a few people. And he turned that into, you know, I don't know how many people he died on the, on the whitewater portion, but then when he couldn't do it to, to the Clintons, he went elsewhere with Monica Lewinsky. I mean, you know, the special counsels and special counsels are really controlled by somebody, right? I mean, it's, it'll be the deep state that controls this guy. Right. Well, and this guy has, you know, yes, he was a Trump appointee, but it's sort of typical for some of the Trump appointees. He was a snake. It seems like he was involved yeah. in some of the, you know, all of the, the, the dossier stuff and all of Chris that. Ray, right? so, he's a law right. partner. Chris Ray right. is, is corrupt as they come. My prediction is this, that they're just going to use this until Biden announces that he's not going to yeah, run Christ again. Yeah, Christ's uncle. Yeah, Christ's uncle. Right. And then and then they'll say, OK, never mind. You know, and that might go. I don't know. Yeah. Like Jacob points out, Bill Barr was a Trump appointee. Exactly. From Jim. Her is a Russia hoax dem lawyer. Exactly. Um, you know, and Charlene says we don't start wars to finish them or start investigations to finish them. Ongoing investigations. Right. And that's what they'll do to Biden. I think as soon as he uh, it, you know, I think it it, it complicates the the Trump investigation. But again, they're so used to lying and just making stuff up. And the media will ignore that again, if they're ordered to by the deep state. So it, it, tragically, I think we are in a situation or world anymore where they could let Joe Biden go for, with nothing, right? And then try to indict and prosecute Trump. I mean, I could sure. see that. That, that. You know, that's no problem. I mean, they, right. they, they certainly had no criminal referral for, for, um, Hillary Clinton, when she kept all her things on a server that was in her home. I mean, 
That's because be, it's like they couldn't prove. I mean, nobody would really. Pro- what did Comey say? It was you know it was no a reasonable lot of- prosecutor, especially after she bleach bit everything, destroyed <laughs> all the evidence and stuff. No prosecutor, no reasonable. Right. Prosecutor. Maybe they should look. Remember that the place where her server was was like in low in the Rhino District, right? It was like a little. Right. You, you know, maybe yeah, maybe it's over there someplace. Maybe he was using it. Well, it being Party Friday though, because there's some other stuff we want to talk about today. It has been again fun watching them squirm. And the idiot press secretary, I'm sure she's like, please don't make me go out there. Please, 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 you know. Um, so we're going to play you a couple of sound bites from some of her recent news conferences. You look, it looks good. The background looks good. If we could please, Thomas, play the media number one sound bite. The general this morning said that the attorneys reached out to the archives. It was only later in December when the second batch was apparently I, I will, they were I, reaching out to the judge. I will department. leave it. I will leave it to what the Department of Justice is laying out. What we are saying that we reached out to the archivist, we reached out to the Department of Justice. That is what is the right thing to do in this case. And not and 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 so I can finish here. Um, what has been transparent in this as well is that the White House counsel has let has laid out uh, in detail on Monday but to all of you everything, Karine, and you know that. First of all, I can't talk about this, right? Because it is the Department of Justice is reviewing it. There is a review happening, Ed. Right? You know this. We just heard from the Attorney General. There is a review. I am limited in what I can say to this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. 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 <laughs> She always uses a hatch act. There's investigation going on. Well, and then I'm going to play one more because because the media was, first of all, when you're a reporter, that's what they always say when they don't want to talk about something. And that doesn't right. prevent you from asking questions. And again, everybody in that room knows, you know, they talked about Trump. They, they you know, they leaked stuff. They took the photos. They did the raid, all of that stuff, right? So the Department of Justice doing an investigation means nothing if they, you know, if they decide it doesn't. So if we could, so they kept asking, if we could please play the media soundbite number Number two. Do you acknowledge that the fact that the White House did not reveal this to the public, despite the fact that you've known about it for months, undercuts the president's promise of being transparent with the American people? But, but here's the thing. They were transparent. There was there there was transparency in doing what you're supposed to do when these when these items were discovered. Not with the American people. Look. We, I'm here standing in front of you answering these questions, right? The president took two questions this week on this. You've heard, wait, let me just answer. You've heard from the White House counsel who put out multiple statements on this. And so, again, this is an ongoing process. Uh, we want to respect the process. Uh, and we have laid out very clearly what occurred. Uh, and uh, again, don't want to get ahead of this. The Department of Justice, you you all can uh, will will get your your questions answered uh, from them during uh, during this uh, during this time. And so I would just refer you to the Department of Justice. And now, as you all know, there's a special counsel. Leader. You know, it seems to me though that she's rattled there. I think I think if you're the Biden, this just goes back to my thing. And she's right. The first the Jacob is the first reporter she was talking to was Ed O'Keefe from NBC, which is kind of funny that he was asking the question. It's not oh a CBS hack reporter. Oh, okay. Um, I think that. She did seem rattled, right? The Biden jumping, saying that about the Corvette. I have a feeling they were 
somewhat blindsided by the fact that, as you said, somebody has told the media, you can go to town on this if you want to. Um, And they're not getting the usual, you know, what laptop it's Russia disinformation kind of thing. Right. Um, And I, you know, you hear stories, even the Hill and political were like panic in the white house um, over this, you know, what, I mean, what do you make of that? Just, just they're, they're saying, look, until you announce that you will not run in 2024, we're going to keep this up. The minute you, you say, you know, uncle, then we'll let off. We'll, we'll tell the, tell the CBS, NBC, and everyone else, no, no, uh, just talk about Santa, the Republican Santos from now on. <laughs> yeah. you know? I was telling people earlier, we were talking with, well, I said a Democrat friend, and actually probably Peter Boyles is really not, he might as well be a Democrat friend, who he was saying, well, this is nothing compared to the Santos deal. And it's kind of like, you just keep pushing that. You Democrats keep trying to say that. And, you know, it's like, no one cares about that. <laughs> um, yeah, Jacob says, it seems somebody is throwing Biden under the old age home bus. Exactly. Oh, yeah. If that's true, what happens to the special counsel? Well, I imagine what the special counsel will at one if Biden says next week or whenever, I'm not going to run again. I imagine that they'll wait a couple of weeks and then the special counsel, they got to figure out again what to do about Trump. But I just think these people, there's no shame. They wouldn't even, I think, blink twice at saying Biden was absolutely fine to have the documents. Trump needs to go. Oh, to no, no, no. They're going to say none of that because they've got to, they, they, they have to go bill out, you know, hundreds and millions of dollars to the government. They can't just get off the gravy oh, train. I mean, good point. The special um, prosecutor, they'll just keep it up forever and it'll go no, away. But they'll, they'll, they'll just go into silence. So they'll, they'll do the thing that, right. that the attorney general loved to say, we do not comment except in our filings with the court, except well, uh, uh, when we come out here and figure out we have to lie to you about something, then, then we'll do that. Um, so it's, it's, it's no, no, no. It's, and, and they'll hold it over them till till you know, they'll dismiss it. Uh, sometime after November 24, when the special counsel will build in about 10 million, uh, <laughs> and, and they'll, they'll have sufficient amount and they go, Oh no, you, what you did was wrong, but, but, uh, the covet was very nice. And so it's right. And that we, we did see that was secure there. Well, Dr. Donna says, can a VP take classified documents? I thought that was only a president. I think actually the way it technically says is the president can only the president can declassify them. So I think nobody's supposed to take classified, but the president, and that's what Trump's argument is, is that I declassified them. The vice president cannot declassify them, nor do we have Obama jumping in and saying, Oh, I declassified it for Joe. So don't worry. There's no problem here. So um, it's, I think it's, I think you're right. I think they'll just go if once Biden announces he's not going to run, because I certainly don't want him to change his mind again. Right. I think once Biden announces he's not going to run, then they'll just go radio silent. The media will cooperate and everybody, everybody will move on. But I think it it is going to be interesting. I think the Republicans, you know, with these Jim Jordan was saying to the, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, obviously, to the Department of Justice, like, hey, we don't want to hear about there's an investigation, so we can't give you any of the documents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope they subpoena people. And I hope they give them when they don't show up the same thing, they the same way they treated um, Steve Bannon, right? And, well, who, and go who ahead. And, who's going to treat him the same as Steve Bannon? Well, the House Republicans. No, the well, Justice the Department yeah. are the All one right. who serve the subpoenas. The Justice Department yeah, is the one who hauled yeah. them into court. It's the Justice Department. Yeah, you're right. They're not going to. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Silly no, me. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> hey, why don't talk? You want to switch on? Go, go switch over to something else? Sure. 
Okay. Um, this is a story that this is a focus of, and I'd only loosely been following it, but wanted to bring it up a little bit. It was a focus of Peter's column, which is going to appear next month in the Glendale Cherry Creek Chronicle. We were all in the paper. It is very well done. He was, and he was writing it today. So it, it involves, um, um, AA recovery and this Aurora police officer. So to set the stage in 2019, so almost four years ago now, an Aurora police officer was found on duty in his patrol car, passed out, and he was drunk. Now, at the time, they did not charge him with anything and they didn't fire him. He was demoted. Um, under the Aurora civil service rules, if you've been disciplined and you have gotten into no other trouble, um, after two years, you can apply to be promoted. Well, and the four years since this happened, and now Peter has pretty good sources, he says, in the Aurora Police Department, this officer has has gone through all of the programs. He's completely sober, has stayed sober, and has actually turned, gone out, and he speaks to employee groups. He speaks to other organizations um, to try to help other people deal with alcohol and addiction problems, right? Um, so... The two more than two years has passed. He takes a promotion test to detective. It's not like he's going to be the chief or anything like that to detective comes in third among all the people testing. And so under the rules, the way they do it, he then was promoted to detective. Now, it's not a massive difference. I think he gets about $10,000 more. Now, I know maybe overtime more, too. But but the you know, Colorado media and some of the Aurora City Council meetings and even George Brockler, I guess, and 710 KNUS and Peter got in a big argument about this, are, 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 are up in arms about this, saying, how can he be promoted? How can he be promoted? And I wanted to see what all of you guys think. Um, and Chuck, maybe we'll start with you. You're, I mean, well. Yeah, I, I mean, the idea that he wasn't charged, I mean, you if you found passed out in your car drunk uh, with a with a concealed carry permit, they, they will charge you with a felony. Right. Um, and the fact that he wasn't charged with anything, it just shows you one more example of two stains of justice. Um, and I think George said, well, they wanted to bring charges. Well, you don't have to ask. The it was the department. DA. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You don't have to ask the police department <laughs> if you can bring the charges or not. No. Um, so they didn't. Um, and I, I think it's, it's, it's going after the guy at, for going through recovery Right. Uh, is just so ill-conceived, ill-conceived. I mean, I can't, you know, as I said, once uh, two groups uh, among civilians that, that uh, have the highest sense of alcoholism are police officers, especially guys on the street, uh, and trial lawyers. Right. Uh, and and there are all kinds of judges uh, that have gone through alcohol treatment uh, up on the Court of Appeals. Um, we all remember that George W. Bush went through alcohol recovery um, and became president of the United States. Right. For them now to retroactively want to punish him is really wrong. And it's morally wrong and it's, it's practically wrong because you want to have police officers and lawyers and judges. Pilots, anybody, and right? Anybody, to, you know, if, they, if they've got a problem to go through recovery. So the, the problem was that, that he was... He was punished at the time. I mean, they may have not liked the punishment enough, but that means the rest of his life, these these right. clowns are going to constantly attack him. No, I mean the smear campaigns by Channel Nine in particular. Channel Four, Channel I think Channel too. Nine, I always, think Channel the, you know, the moral prisses that are awful, but it's an awful example of what our t- horrible media. And I think it's really horrible media. 
Um, well, and it is, and it's horrible echo chamber media, right? Nobody, I mean, apparently, so Peter called into George's show yeah. to get into him with him. And yeah, I agree I with you, it, too. It's pointed. like, I can understand that, you know, perhaps it should have been handled differently four years ago. However, it's only fair. So in in the meantime, the guy has gotten, and according to people who know him and know him well, completely sobered up. He's, he's, he's gone through the AA thing. He has completely turned his life around. And as he puts it, he saved his own life and is now doing everything he can to help other people save their lives. And now you're going to say, oh, because you, you once, you know, you're, you're in recovery and now you can't can't be trusted. If we were like you said, if we were to decide all of the people who had some kind of an addiction problem and have gone through recovery, have stayed sober, and all of a sudden we're now like, nope, you can't ever do anything again in the rest of your life because you're not trustworthy. Well, I don't know. We'd run out of a lot of people to do. Well, we, like we, we, you know, we're, we're emptying out our police force now. I mean, yeah. you can take uh, maybe half of them and throw them out, and probably half the court of appeals in Colorado and throw them out. Um, it, 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 it's it's that sanctimonious we're better than you right um, because all you know all, when you really get down to it you know human beings are are very very faulty and the, the supposed ones we love the best martin luther king we're celebrating his birthday on monday he right. had a sex addiction and it was disgusting orgies right. uh, laughing at women being anally raped i mean everything down the road and he is, you know, deemed the perfect person. Well, he wasn't a perfect person. He certainly was courageous in a lot of ways. But everybody is flawed. And well, and Kyle Clark, hard to believe, is flawed. Um, right. And it's just, it's, 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 if you don't have redemption, you don't have a society. Well, and exactly. I mean, I think, yeah, he, he deserves, I think, and has earned himself a second chance. And, and again, if they don't like the rules, well, then change the rules. And maybe it wasn't handled correctly back then, like you said. I mean, if they charged him, then he probably would have had to have been fired and things like that. But you got to wonder, what does that accomplish? It seems to me that the way it was handled, so you had one guy rather than have his life destroyed, which probably would have been even harder to be in right. recovery then, has been able to turn his life around, has made amends, and again, is is using his experience to help reach out to other people to help them save their lives. And now you've got these crabby media people and these crabby city council members who had no problem with the previous. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, look at this stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like, and all of a sudden and, they're like and complaining. And can he relapse? Well, of course he can relapse. Can somebody else become an alcoholic? I mean, Catherine Hepburn became purportedly an alcoholic, though drinking her whole life when she was right. 93. So anyone can can fall back into addiction or fall into addiction. But that to punish him for the rest of their lives? No. Well, so, here's the thing. You know what? It's just, and it's a certain amount of personal cruelty. Yes. And it says something bad about them. Really I agree with that too. Him. And well, and here's a hypocrisy. So if he decided he wanted to wear giant prosthetic breasts, oh, right? Great. Or yeah. if he was a drag queen or something like oh, that, well, yeah. that would be fine. Then yeah. it would be, comp- I mean, then I wouldn't care then what happened, trust. right? Full yeah, trust. then he, then he has a full trust of everybody, but he, he picks, you know, tragically some, something that, that, that a disease that affects many people, um, turns it around. And I, and I just think, and again, I agree with some of the comments are saying the same thing too. It just mean spiritedness on the part of the media. There is this whole thing about destroy, 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 right? And, and like, oh, you know, and the sanctimonious, well, he can't be trusted because one time he had, you know, that because at one time he was an alcoholic, 
again, if you were to say anybody who made a mistake is suddenly no longer trustworthy, I, I think There's that's nobody is trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and again, there you have that is sort of the the liberal media. They're not liberal at all, right? You'd think they'd right. be the ones saying, "Well, let's give this guy a second chance. He's earned it." But nope, we don't want to do that. So, um, I, you know, and I think he's been promoted. And I just think, oh, Chuck, you there? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. here at the office. We're working away at getting our next <laughs> award-winning edition. Sorry, working, sorry. So helping the staff and crew and editors and everything. <laughs> well, and I think, as you said, too, and it makes it all that much more difficult um, for somebody to seek help. If all of a sudden the yeah. attitude is, well, if you were an alcoholic and even though you're in recovery, now you're not trustworthy, are you going to turn around and say, you know, rather than wait, you get caught and something bad happens, are you going to turn around and say, you know, look, I need help. I need, I need to take some time off and get help. Well, I can say, well, it had been one thing as an alcoholic, but he was an alcoholic on duty. Any alcoholic is an alcoholic on duty. I can promise you that. Right. They're not able to, to, you know, control themselves. Well, I'll just have a drink now and I'll be right. Right. Well, and I think, you know, there may be some people who disagree, but I I, I like to to hear, I mean, anybody up there disagrees, please come on and tell us. But, and I think, you know, and again, it's just, there's this, just this mean spiritedness out there anymore. And I think Elon Musk has done a bit to, to clean it up on Twitter. Twitter is, I think, way less mean spirited. It's much more funny. It's funny now, not vicious, you know, because I think he's gotten rid of a lot of the vicious people. So, um, well, we'll see what happens with that. Um, they may change the rules, but I think at the very least, I think the city council members should shut up and, and, you know, they should just shut up. Aurora city council should just shut up generally (laughs) with exception of a couple of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. One other thing I wanted to talk about too, is you guys breaking news. Literally, this is breaking news. The CDC has identified possible safety concerns about the COVID vaccines. No. That's breaking news. They have identified possible safety concerns about the COVID vaccines, and they've launched an investigation to look into this. I bet bet they'll get right back to us. (laughs) It's just, it's crazy. It's like, of course, there are safety concerns. And the way they did this, you got to read Alex Berenson, and it's about strokes, right? Strokes, um, you know, they're still not talking about myocarditis, but it's just ridiculous. It's, you had all of these incidents. And, you know, you had what the vaccine adverse effect reporting system. Right, what they right. did is they took the stroke information and they oh. put that in a whole separate category. Right? right. So they did everything they could to rig the statistics. Right. After they rigged the statistics, there still were enough cases of strokes. Now, no, now no one is going to be dying of strokes. Just like everyone died from COVID. They go, well, there's a car crash. And, uh, you know, yeah, I had a stroke before the car. But, you know, it's a car crash. No, it's a car crash. You died of a car crash. That's right. Dr. Don is like, wow, no, really? That's right. Identified possible safety concerns. Meanwhile, I think you're starting to see some lawsuits. I saw the ES, an ESPN employee who was fired after she refused to get the vaccine is now suing. Um, I think it's going to be interesting. I don't know. You know, the big pharma people have so much at stake. Oh, they're vaccinating cows. Now they're giving cows mRNA things, so that's going to get into the oh, food supply. So that'll be helpful be for all off. of us. Yeah, but yeah. I think it, it's just—it's funny. Um, I'm surprised that they are actually doing that, but I, I don't for well, a second. Well, they're think only that, doing that because it became so ridiculously obvious that there are these side effects, and that and that there appears to be a huge increase in young people having heart attacks who were vaccinated. 
Right. And now they have to at least come back to, no, that's just coincidental. Right, right. There's so many coincidental. Those were cows. That's right. That's right. And for Dr. Don, I have yet to hear much about the purebloods and the problem they're having being close to people who were jabbed. Um, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I've heard heard something about that, that it spreads. And I'm not sure if that's... Pretty soon you'll get to wear a badge saying I'm a pureblood, you know? I know. Well, who knows? Maybe date because I'm not going to keel over. I'm a pureblood. We're the only, we'll be the only ones left standing, right? Um, And yeah, Jacob on the cow thing, I thought they wanted to kill off all the cows. Well, maybe that's why they're giving them this mRNA. Yeah, it's like, it's like, so they have a vaccine. I think they vaccinate cows for some stuff anyway. So I'm not sure what the difference is with this. Um, And then Jacob said, I bet the football player incident triggered the political report. Jacob linked to a political report about all of this. Yeah. Then you've got Lisa Marie Presley dying suddenly of cardiac arrest now granted her family clearly had an issue of heart cardiac arrest. But, but yeah well yeah i mean eventually that's what you do die of but it's just interesting i think the political or the football player i wouldn't be surprised if that uh sort of gets a lot more people thinking about lawsuits and things right because uh, you know if, if i'm an athlete and you go out there and you exert yourself and you were forced to take the jab I don't, I don't know, but I think it's just funny. The CDC is investigating that will probably come out about the same time. The Biden special counsel report comes yes, out. Same day, don't, don't same think? Friday, same Friday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. Um, one other thing, and guys, this is kind of open. People can talk about, Oh, we've, we've got a phone call. I was going to say, call in. So we've got Johnny from Denver. Hey, Johnny, thanks for calling on this party Friday. Yeah. Before you, uh, you pass the topic, uh, I have a friend no. that, um, she's hello. Yep, we yeah, can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a friend that uh, she uh, is guy with this guy from London and whatever, and they're trying to get his, his green card. And she found that, okay, he doesn't want to take the jab. So they have to pay $2,000 more for that application. What? Wow. wow. Yeah. Now, who they have to pay to? Who they have to pay to? The immigration. You know, it's oh, a bunch wow. of paperwork. Like, you know, my, my wife, you know, she's from another country and we did the, the paperwork and we fill out the paperwork, but they're, they're trying to go through the lawyers and we say, ah, ah, we didn't want to go that way. We just said, I think we're smart right. enough to fill out this paperwork and we, we did right. it. But, um, but the lawyers said, oh, if you, you know, if you want to get him without the, without the jab, you, you got to pay $2,000 more dollars. I, I, I suggest you head down to El Paso. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Go to Cancun for a week, then kind of come up and just, just yeah. go on talking. Well, you know, yeah, I think, you know, that wouldn't surprise me. It kind of, you know, that, that's how worried they are about it, right? It's like, you know, for extra money, though, you can do that. Well, what do you think of all of that? Well, I, I, well the whole thing is, is, a, is a money money scheme thing because, I mean, we pay like, I wouldn't say it's crazy. I, we were able to, to afford it, but I just think they charge you for this, for this, and for all that kind of stuff. And you can afford it. And then if you can fill out the paperwork yourself, you save yourself even more money instead of going to a lawyer. And then they got it's all like a money scheme kind of thing. And yeah. and, and well, they got to pay for all the phones for the illegals and stuff, and the, and the hotel rooms <laughs> for the illegals. And that, that's not now free. the food they're throwing away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now, if you wanted to bring in some uh, some family members, there's still we we put in an application for my 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 son-in-law, 2016. They're still working on that. Oh my gosh! You know, so, doesn't it make you mad though when you see the thousands of people just coming across? Yeah, because my son-in-law he's a good guy. He's a businessman. He could come here and and generate jobs and money. 
because he's doing it where he's at now, and they just slow it down like that. It's like, come on, you guys, you know, why don't you instead of eighty thousand IRS hire eighty thousand yeah. immigration yeah. people? Mm. That's right. That's right. Well, Johnny, thank you for that. Good luck to your family. But right. um, yeah, that's that's interesting information. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Hey, now we got Sherry from Lakewood. Hey, Sherry, thank you for calling up on this party Friday. Hi. I wanted to talk about um, maybe there is not a line between the deep state, big government, and big tech. Uh, because yeah. the government is putting the 5G towers in. They're the ones mandating these things in the big rush to transhumanism and the world driven by AI. Yeah. I want to point a couple things out. Sure. Smart technology, that's an acronym, okay? So smart, S is for surveillance, M is monitoring, A is analysis, R is reporting, and T is technology. Hmm. Um, the other thing, just another example, is the doctors. Did you notice it came out, the doctors on Twitter Remember when they were pushing masking right. and the COVID lockdowns? Well, it turns out those doctors never existed. Oh, yeah, I saw <laughs> that's that. That's right. I saw that. A lot of them are bots. You're absolutely right about that. That's that's, that's right. right. And it's the DOD that ran the PSYOP to create pretend doctors to push ah. the illusion that the COVID was so deadly. Right. Another thing. Remember in court when they went to court on on Pfizer because they didn't want to release anything for 75 years? Yes. Uh-huh. The, the lawyers that were arguing the case in court, they weren't lawyers from Pfizer. Those lawyers from Pfizer were not even present. It was the DOJ lawyers. Oh, um, right. so everybody Perfect. was wondering, why is the DOJ representing Pfizer's commercial interests? Yeah, right, because it's really the U.S. government's commercial. It's all it's all one and the same. No, that's interesting, yeah. Sherry. All right, hey, that's so, pretty interesting. Thank you for your call. I appreciate you a, sure. a lady that's really worth your time to know. Okay, her name is Sasha um, Latipova, L A T Y P O V A. But as far as suing on these vaccines. Yeah. She pointed out something really interesting, that good manufacturing practices are the law, and they're the only part that's enforceable. So the death and the injuries is not enforceable because of the PrEP Act and other things that exempt vaccines from any liability. They already had broad immunity from the Reagan era, but the PrEP Act made it bulletproof. Well, well but it doesn't make it bulletproof. It makes the it corporations the that fired you. It doesn't make it bulletproof for the airlines. It doesn't make it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Sherry. You know, they might put pressure, and then they'll put pressure on. Um, but you, but you also have to ask yourself. Like, I, I would think these football players could sue the football league for forcing the vaccine. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. All right. Hey, good points. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry. Right, bye. 
by, and I want to point out, Charlene took exception, so I just want to read this. I, I guess, Charlene, you have a point about me mentioning Lisa Marie Presley and the vaccine. She said, middle-aged drug user and heart, not surprising, um, diminishes validity of the Jack side effects when we try to relate every heart issue to the to the, to the the vaccine. That's a good point, um, and we don't know, right? Um, and, and now, f- fortunately, though, we can be happy because the CDC is looking into it because yeah. they've realized that there are. And, and Sherry, if you're listening, Sandra says she really likes it when you call in so knowledgeable. Um, and then Jacob had said earlier, we can look for an ad saying, were you, uh, were you jabbed? Call us now. You may be entitled to compensation. That'll be those massive class action lawsuits. But I think you're right. I mean, Sherry's right. The government and the pharmaceutical companies can't be sued, but the companies that force them to take it prob- maybe could. Um, now, I don't know how that would go in court, but but it's certainly well, it'll depend know. on whatever judge you get. I mean, there's I right. think there's a good claim to be made, and though knowing the judiciary system these days, they'd probably not allow it, but you never know. No, you never know. Um, hey, I want to remind folks: anything else you want to talk about? Anybody got anything else on their mind? Or I was going to talk a little bit about Monday. Well, I do want to say we're going to we're going to announce next week a debate. I don't want to tell you anything about it, but a great debate that I think will be really fun that I think a lot of you will enjoy. That's a tease, guys. That's a tease. That's a tease. Yeah, that's what that's called. Maybe on Monday. Jacob has to go have a great weekend, everybody. You too, Jacob. Um, I want to say we're going to have on Monday David Horowitz is coming on. He has got a new book out, the la- the final election, basically saying um, if things don't change course, which I'm hopeful they will, this, you know, the 2024 election could be the last one we ever have. Um, David yeah. Horowitz is, he's just always interesting and he always has great stuff to say. Um, yeah. So we're going to have him on on Monday. I think we'll have the latest 200 whatever's going on, but probably the House people will have launched three or four more new subcommittee investigations. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Biden lawyers will have found, you know, some other Biden the Corvette, some other documents in the trunk of the Corvette, things like that, you know, who knows what will happen over the weekend. Um, but want to thank everybody on Zoom. Remember, you can get all of our shows at chuckandjulie.com. Thank you to the great guys at BBS. We love you all on Zoom um, and we'll see everybody on Monday. Take care, everybody. Look forward to seeing you next week.